likes me when she's drunk. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest podcast of the official Candy Podcast. My name is Ron Kuchler. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Candy Magazine. I'm joined this week by our very own candy girl, who we affectionately call Giggles, Lori Young. And we have a very special guest who will be calling in in a, in a minute or so, Miss Angie Smith, holder of 200 miles an hour on a motorcycle. And we're going to get caught up on the upcoming NHRA season with Angie. So, hi, Lori. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How you been? It's been a couple months. I've been good. How's everybody out there in the, uh, what do you call that, radio sphere? Podcast well, sphere? You, you, know, we, you know we print a magazine, right? Oh, yeah. I just mean, like, hi out there who's listening. No, the only reason I bring it up is because um, it, it, uh, it gets mailed out to, uh, to inmates, <clears throat> um, family members by the um, – the magazine for them online at Amazon, and they mail it out to them. And um, did you see inmates? Yeah, pe- prisoners. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got some fan mail from them. <laughs> oh my God! Shut up. <laughs> I know, and they don't. I mean, they, it was actually addressed to you. It's kind of funny because they have the masthead, which has our mailing address on it and stuff like that. So. Okay. <laughs> oh God, let's hear it. Well, thank God they're behind. Thank God they're behind bars because this this one prisoner, um, <clears throat> I think his name was Raphael, um, wants to marry you. So. Oh. All right. I mean, he, I'm already married, um, so I can't. But thank you. Yeah, he just said that. You know, of all the women in Candy, that to him that you're the most beautiful woman that he's ever seen in the magazine. So. Uh, oh, thank you, Raphael. Are they allowed to listen to podcasts in jail? No, I don't think so. Oh, dang it. <laughs> But you, you know, know what? You never know, man. They they can do a lot of stuff in there. I watched you know, a lot of like, oh, uh, God, what is that show called? Cops. <laughs> no, there's another one like Locked. Oh, I watched Locked Up Abroad. That's a great one. But no, there's like another one about like inmates or prisons in in America. I can't think of what it is. But I've watched like prisons all over the country. And it's Johnny Cash crazy. live at Folsom. <laughs> oh, definitely. I've seen that a few times. Um, right, so. so anyway, when I got when I got that, it, it reminded me of the fact that we had done many years ago when, when we were sponsoring Angie, we did those hero, they called hero cards, I call them postcards, they're five by sevens, uh, with Angie and you on the front of them, and, and, then, yeah. I had, and then I had both of you sign them, <clears throat> if you remember that, you know, Angie yeah. signed some and I had you sign some, and so I still had this stack of them, and we have print subscribers as well, so when we just mailed out uh, our latest print copy to our print subscribers, um, we randomly put inside a few of the magazines um, your autograph and Angie's autograph uh, hero cards. So, oh my God, if, so if any of our print subscribers out there are listening to this, um, you may or may not be one of the lucky 20 people that received an autographed Angie and uh, Lori hero card. <clears throat> well, you better save that. That'll be worth some money someday. I'm telling you that, that those those aren't don't they don't exist that much, and I think that's a great way. I think that's a great way to bring in our guest this week, don't you, Lori? I do. Hi, Angie. Hi. How's everyone doing? I'm here. Yay! We're good. We're How good. Are you? I'm good. We got to Vegas uh, yesterday, and now we, you know, the routine. We're all set up. We had to pit, set the pit up and. Uh, then tomorrow we start qualifying. Oh my God, how exciting! I was telling Lori that when we were setting this up, I said Thursdays are typically a busy day for you. Don't you don't normally do like a fans meet and greet on Thursdays before the races start? Usually, usually pre-COVID, yes. Hmm. Post-COVID, COVID, whatever. Not right now. <laughs> so, yeah, usually, typically, Thursdays are very busy from setting up to a fan meet and greet to, you know, just appearances off-site. But not this year yet. Not. I feel like we're moving in the right direction and getting back to normal. And with the capacities at the racetrack, you know, they're 50 to 75%. I think we had 85% at Gainesville. So we're slowly getting there. And that's so exciting for everybody in, you know, in this world. 
So the the capacity of the track, I, I I would I would think that the fact that that they're having fewer fans, that's got to impact the purses, does it not? It did impact the purses last year. It still has impacted our purses a little this year, but um, I know we had significant purse cuts last year, like seventy percent. Um, we are back. Oh we got. We got 85% of that back, which we are very grateful for. So we're on the right hill going up. So if we just keep going and, you know, follow the guidelines of whatever that track, whatever that state may be, then hopefully we are going to get back to normal. Um, I hope it's before next year, but... (laughs) sometimes. Can you have any fans right now? Like, what, what is the capacity? So capacity at Gainesville was eight, like I said, it was eighty-five percent. So 85. I want to say that they had pro- over twenty thousand, thirty thousand fans there. I want to wow. say, wow, yeah. So okay, that was so great. In California, so Vegas, we're not coming to California right now. We were oh. supposed to race California last weekend, and that move that race has been moved to uh, to be determined date because okay. we don't know yet. But Vegas, I think we are at fifty percent capacity this this coming weekend. Okay. So, so Angie, yeah. So Angie, let me ask you this then: um, on the California thing in particular, uh, <clears throat> we have baseball teams here. You know, we have the Giants, and we have the Dodgers, and we have the Padres, and we have the Angels. And um, the state officials are, as of April first allowed fans into the stadiums now to see the games so if they can have fans at baseball games why can't you have fans at your drag races you know and that's a good that's a great question for the governor and everybody else that's in this you know this situation you know i'm not sure because we are an outdoor sport so i would think that we would be able to have more fans than indoor sports and i and maybe I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I think they started playing basketball again, which is an indoor sport back in California. Maybe. Well, well I yeah, we've I heard had basketball. We've, we've had basketball and hockey games going on going back to last year. Uh, <clears throat> Earlier this year, I can't remember when the season started, but um, I think basketball started last year, yeah, and and hockey started this year, um, but they haven't had fans in in, in inside the arenas um, um, for the for the indoor games, but the outdoor sports, I just like the, the the baseball, and I just told you about they had they had fans at, you know, so. And you're an outdoor sport, so if they're allowing fans for for you know baseball, you should be able to have fans. Maybe it's an NHRA restriction. Maybe they just want to wait until you can have more fans. At maybe it's not enough fans being allowed in. I don't know. I'm not following it. Maybe that's I mean, the reason. I mean, maybe so. But if that guideline was lifted on April first, um, I know that we had planned on going there. I think that. Um, as far as ticket sales, they probably were not going to generate enough ticket sales and revenue with us being going to race last week. And a lot of people didn't know if that race was going to happen, you know, so people would have only had seven days to plan like their entertainment dollars. So right. maybe, yeah. maybe that was from that standpoint, maybe that's why they de- decided to cancel it and move it to a later date. And maybe it has to do with the fact is maybe getting enough competitors because I noticed that this week's race, I don't remember the last time you guys had a, a race where you didn't have a full field at your class. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, I can't remember a race either. I think it goes back all the way to 2015. And I will say, well, um, two of the racers got hurt in testing accidents this past week. And that's to speak for two of them. But, you know, a lot of our a lot of our teams are based on the East Coast and it just the fuel bill alone to come out here. Um, it's a lot of money. And I think it would have made more sense if we would have ran two or three races out here versus one race because you come all the way out here for one race and then you go all the way back to the east coast because we have another race in two weeks in atlanta so i think if they would have done if they kind of would have changed the schedule up a little bit and ran two or three races out here i think it would have been more feasible for other teams to make the journey across 
I understand. Oh. Was, was there the Arizona, was there was there an Arizona race this year, or was that not held either? That was not held, and that was due to um, that track is owned by an Indian reservation, and, oh. and so that track decided um, the Indian reservation got together and they decided to opt out of this year, um, just because of the situation of. COVID and things like that. And from my knowledge, I think they're just going to come back next year and race that race. Wow. So this is, yeah, this is a completely different type of year. Than, I mean, even last year was even as messed up as last year was. This year seems pretty messed up as well, you know? Yeah, it's a little different. You just got to adapt. And uh, I don't, I don't plan, I don't plan anything too far in advance. That's for sure. I see. Yeah. So bring us up. So bring us up a day. What are the What are the big changes that, other than obviously the schedule and the and the uh, pandemic uh, um, impact? What have been the big changes this year for your class and the rules and everything else? Um, well, first of all, I went 200, which you guys know that I went 200 last year, and I won the last race of the season. So was oh my, God. it was awesome. It was so awesome. And, you know, me and my husband won on the same day, which I don't think that'll ever happen again in history because he won the championship and I won the race. So that was a very epic day. Hands up. That's so cool. I love that. That was the the last race of the year, too? Last race of the year. I won the race. He won the championships. So with two, a husband and wife competing in the same class, winning on the same day in the same class. I don't think that'll ever happen again. I mean, that's that. Maybe that's, this year, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be flipped this year. You'll win I the mean, championship maybe. and he'll win the final race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> there you go. That's your goal. That's I right. Lay down the gauntlet. That's the goal for this year, Angie. Okay. Exactly. Of this, I need to win a race. Nope. Now you need to win a championship. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I've already, look, I've already told Matt that too. <laughs> Just so you know, he's not only hearing it from me. So, um, <laughs> Over the off season, um, we, you know, we worked at our shop like we normally do, finding horsepower and things like that. The Suzuki platform uh, got a new motor design approved to run. Actually, this motor design was approved to run last year. And Vance and Hines was kind of heading up the whole uh, program. And so what that means is Harley-Davidson... Decided to pull out, and that was in November. They found that that news out two weeks after the last race. And they were the only team that could run the Harley-Davidson brand. So, you know, I felt like that was kind of like kind of a burden lifted off us because we were always fighting the Harley-Davidson brand, and we were always fighting, per se, the rules committee. I hate to say it that way, but, you know, I didn't think that it was fair for one team to be able to run one motor design and nobody else could buy it, build it, race it. I just didn't think that was fair because so in all there of no, the other pro classes, you can't do that. Yeah. So are there no, yeah, so are there no Harley bikes being run this year then? No. There are no oh Harley bikes being run. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. And is that, <laughs> yeah. just, is that just a team decision that was made? They said, well, we're just not going to race your bikes then? Um. So from what, from now, this is a rumor and hearsay. And what we can gather is when Harley Davidson come in, they, um, they, Harley Davidson still owns the branding of that motorcycle. And I think Harley Davidson was heavily involved in the research and development. And I think at the end of the day, it was their say of whether they could run the Harley Davidson branded motor or not. Because if, they're not a factory team. If they're not the Harley Davidson factory team, maybe Harley said, you can't run our motors because we're not a, you're not a factory team anymore. I don't know if that's true. That is just me making accusations. Is Harley still doing the jet bikes? Um, Harley, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I think they, they're not involved in flat track. I don't think anymore, but I'm not sure about that. I think they had a new, they had a new guy come in in marketing. And I think that he made it, he made some big changes because I think they wanted to get Harley back on their feet and selling motorcycles and 
kind of changed the brand of how they branded their bikes and how they marketed things. So he come in and when a new, we're always scared as, as racers, we're always scared when a new person comes into the marketing department because it's, you're on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence. Either you like racing or you don't like racing. If you don't like racing, that's the first, that's the first program and first money that's going to say, okay, well, we're not going to fund that program anymore. So I think that's what happened. They So Harley-Davidson, they, those bikes can't be run. So Vance and Hans had to go to work. They had to build this new four-valve head to put on these Suzuki motors. The new four-valve head, instantly, when you bolt this head on, it instantly picks you up 25 to 35 horsepower. Well, I mean, Angel decided to ride one. Um, well, the Vance and Hans team decided to put her on one. In the first race of the year, she goes out there and qualifies number one, and she had really, really good numbers. So I feel like I hope the NHRA, the tech department, is really going to look at their their progress the next two, three races. They're going to have to put some weight on those Suzukis because the Suzukis are 30 pounds lighter than our V-twin bikes. And I was going to ask that's the, that, that, that was the question I was going to ask you because I recall – couple seasons ago when matt went out and he ran the gainesville and he just shattered everything they turned yeah. around and they turned around and immediately made you guys put weight on the bikes um yeah. Yeah. and i know suzuki always had an advantage because they had less weight so you know when you told me about angel and, and you know i was like well are they going to put weight on the bike so you actually read my mind as far as a question i was going to ask you, so. yeah i think they need to put weight on their bikes <laughs> because you know and and I am not for us having advantage and, you know, I don't want to go out here and qualify and outrun the field a half a tenth. I mean, that's not good racing, but right. I also, I also don't want to throw everything at, at the track and throw everything at the bike and we don't have any more and we're getting outrun a half a tenth. I want it to be fair. I want it to be a crew chief and a driver, you know, has to be on and, I so want me, everything to be together. So let me ask you this then. Um, are there are there still being Buells raced out there? Yes, we're racing the Buells. They're still being, they're still, okay. So yeah. can they, can, so, you know, instead of putting more weight on the Suzuki's, can they just take weight off your bikes? Well, they, they, they would they make could. it safer. It would. It would make it safer. However, my husband's philosophy, which he's, you know, 15, 20 pounds heavier than me. Right. My husband's philosophy is we want to make them work as hard as we did to figure it out when we had to put the weight on. So make uh, them put the weight on because we've got it all figured out now. Matt, I disagree with you. I, Matt, Matt, I disagree <laughs> with you because I believe that I believe that you should be doing whatever you take to make the racing safer. And when you have all this weight on the bikes for a pe for people like Angie, it makes yeah. it more difficult for them to control the bike if there's a crosswind or something like that, or if something happens with the brakes, God forbid, at the end of the track, and you have all this weight going at 200 miles an hour. You should you should be focused on making it safer. Um, I agree. Than, I agree than, than with you, Ron. Else. I agree. I agree. So that's I my. Would it, yeah, my I would rather consent. it be lighter. Yeah. I, so you know, and if, that, if that makes things fair, then that, that that's what they should do. Um, it's you know, it's just and and for people who don't understand, I think one thing is a lot of people don't understand weight and why it's important. You know, so maybe you could explain to our listeners what the diff, what the difference the weight makes. Right. So. Um, with a Suzuki bike, with them weighing 610 pounds, and a and a Buell is 640 pounds, and those numbers are based off of usually performances um, on the racetrack. And when you have one brand out uh, out doing another brand, then they try to bring those numbers together. Um, I am 125 pounds. My motorcycle is 640 pounds, so naturally my bike is weighs, what, four and a half times that what I do. When the bike is going straight down the track, they're easy to ride. You just, you ride the bike, you let the clutch out, you shift on time, it's fine. It's all the other passes when the bike wants to go right or left or the bike spins the tire, and it's everything else that you have to take into consideration when you're thinking about weight on these motorcycles. If you put a 125-pound rider on a 640-pound bike in with 400 horsepower, you got to control that. 
and that's a lot. And a good way, a good way to tell you how hard our bikes launch and with how much they weigh. If you're sitting at a stoplight and a transferred truck, an 18 wheeler rear ends you going about 60 miles an hour, that's what it feels like when we launch the bike. Wow. A good, a good way to, to determine what it feels like when we have to hang off the bike, when the bike's not going straight, when we have to make it go left or right, and we have to move our body weight to do it. A good way is to go 100, 100 miles an hour down your freeway, roll your window down, and put your arm out the window and see how much force it takes you to move your arm with it out the window. Like, just move it up. I mean, it's a lot of force because you feel when you get out behind the windscreen of the bike, you have all that wind on your shoulders and on your body. It can very easily blow your hands off the handlebars or blow your blow you off the bike. So you have to be aware of what's going on. And, you know, with the stopping power of these bikes, all of these tracks are pretty much the same distance. However, some are more bumpy than others, and some have different transitions in the shutdown area. And when you have those transitions and when you have a bumpy racetrack in the shutdown area, you cannot get on the brakes as hard as you want to because if you get on the brakes and your front wheel comes up because you're in a transition and your front wheel comes up you'll and you have the brake in, it locks the front tire up because you're trying to stop the front tire because 70% of our stopping power is our front tire. Well, when the front tire locks up, when it comes back down to the ground, it tries to wash the bike out. So the bike will feel like it's coming out from under you, and then you have to let off the brakes. So you cannot, as smooth as you make these racetracks, you're going to have those transitions. So with with us weighing 640 pounds, it's harder for us to stop our motorcycles than it is another brand, a, a Suzuki brand. And all this happens in seven to eight seconds. <laughs> Six seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. Six seconds. <laughs> Seven seconds. We're probably in trouble. Matt's yelling at me that I didn't do something right. Right. But the other thing, was, <laughs> the, the, so, so from a safety standpoint, I get it now. But from a, from a performance standpoint, that extra weight affects your the, your first um, portion of the race, does it not? It's Yes, it does. So with me being, you know, 125 pounds, um, we can put the weight where it works the best on the bike. And, you know, it, it takes us a little bit of time to figure that out because I have roughly 58 pounds of weight on my bike, just mounted on my bike, just for weight purposes so I can make make weight. On Matt's bike, he has, you know, you know, anywhere from 15 to 25 pounds. So it's a benefit because we can put it where the motorcycle likes for it to work. So... Naturally, you want to put it up, most of it up front so the bike will 60 foot and launch harder. Gotcha. So, Laura, you just learned God, a, a so lot, crazy. did you not? I, I mean, it's it's all like so insane that you do this. Like, I, I just the idea of riding a motorcycle that fast in general is really gnarly. And my dad rides motorcycles, he raced in the supercross when I was little. Like, I have been on motorcycles my whole life, but going nearly well, no, you've gone 200 miles an hour. And then not only that, there's weights on it. Like you have to have weights on your bike. Like it's, it's just, I don't know. The whole thing is ludicrous to me. You're already a woman in the man's sport. I think it's completely unfair, but I'm, who am I to judge? <laughs> well, the women have done very well in NHRA drag racing historically. Yeah, we yeah. have. We've done really good, good at drag racing. Yeah. I think we have over 150 wins combined as females, so. That's awesome. yeah, I remember. I remember when we were sponsoring you, and and it was the big race for the big 100. Who who would be the female who got the 100th win? I know who it is. I know. I, I know. We all know who it is, right, Lori? Yeah. Know who it is? This is the trivia question. No, it's that was 102. Oh, I don't remember. California. She lives in California. Blonde hair. Just had a baby. She had a baby. Yeah. Oh, so we're not talking motorcycle. We're talking. No, uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Courtney. Yes. Courtney Ford. Oh. So she's with uh, Graham Rahal, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, did I just baby. see? Did I? What is going oh, on God. here with, with the with the motorsports crossover here? Did I just see that uh, Leah is with uh, an Andretti or something like that? No. Tony Stewart. Stewart. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Same thing, though. Same thing. <laughs> Wait, isn't she Big name, Wait, right? I thought she was married. She was. That ended a couple oh. years. <laughs> wow, I've been out of the game for a while. Yeah. Tony doesn't race anymore, though, right? He's re- he's not a racer. No, he's a he's part owner of the Stuart Haas Racing Team, and they have four NASCAR cars. Yeah, and then I see Jimmy Johnson's running Indy now. Yeah. Everything's what is going crazy. on in the sport of sports? I know. Everything's crazy. Wow. <laughs> COVID, <laughs> like, took the earth, shook it up, and, like, dumped it out. And, like, it's COVID. <laughs> Every, I'm blaming COVID. everything on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I just, that's a, I just say it. It's COVID. <laughs> COVID. Are we going to see Angie, see Angie behind a top jewel? Is that the next crazy thing that's going to happen? Look, if some, you know this, and both <laughs> of you know this, if somebody will write me the check, <laughs> then I'll go get my license and I'll race top fuel. Seven to eight million dollars. Seven to eight million dollars to race. For five million, five million, five million will do it. Oh my God. I would love to see that. That's just crazy to me, that amount of money to race. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, uh, one time down the track, right? Like, it's <laughs> what an expensive sport. But I would, love to, I would love to go 330 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember standing right next to, um, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't think of his name. Amco. Come on. Double A, MCO. <laughs> yeah, the Amco car. Like, <clears throat> Napa, oh my God, he, me. Napa. Yeah, Ron Caps. Ron Caps. I was standing next to Ron Caps' car. They let me like right next to him when he took off, and it was the most insane thing I've ever felt heard like in my life. They did. (laughs) Your outfit didn't get tarred and feathered from like all the tar and the gas and the grease that would get kicked up from the start off. Yeah, don't you remember? Like, no, I I don't. Probably got your uniform. You probably got in trouble because your uniform was dirty. I did. I got on my face. It got <laughs> those girls they, never got in trouble. Andy, those girls never got in trouble. <laughs> oh my god! Oh lord! <laughs> we were always in trouble. <laughs> we just didn't just look. Y'all had stilettos on walking at a racetrack. You it wasn't stilettos. You're being dramatic. <laughs> the first day, though, they were they were gnarly shoes. The very first race, they were bad. Ron, they were all they were yeah, the, the they only were time shoes. Those were 120, $140 shoes. The oh only time God. we really all got in trouble was Vegas race. I don't remember anything happening in Vegas for trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh when my, my when everybody mm-hmm. on my race team has hung over the next day and the only sober one was my husband. <laughs> oh, he's so mad. <laughs> oh, so you of, so I your mean, race team your race team got in trouble from the team owner that nobody on the candy side got in trouble yeah he just so said ron no, no more party no more parties on thursday night <laughs> <laughs> like sunday that's the new day but ron let me skate through that one that was yeah. i did not get in trouble but I not think at the all. vomiting in the trash can was enough. Like he was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna." And the peacock, co- the peacock didn't have any feathers left in my peacock costume. <laughs> well, it's just because I knew at the I knew at the end of the week. Because I knew at the end of the weekend, I knew at the end of the weekend, it's all about the Benjamins was going to be like, okay, what's the pay? And I said, are you telling me? (laughs) What did you earn? What did you earn this weekend? (laughs) All and then some. (laughs) I remember that you paid me very well for doing nothing for that one. Like that was one I definitely got by with. (laughs) But we had a great time that night. Oh my God! People still okay, people remember? on the track still talk about it. They still talk about the candy party, still to this day. Delia was there. That comedian, Chris yeah. Delia, however you say it. Yeah, he was sitting there, like at the table right next to us. I mean, that was a that was such a tiny little intimate club, and it was so cool. Did, yeah. is, is it still like a thing? Yeah, is that club Life, still going on? I don't know if that's the name of it, but yeah, I, it's still there. I want to go. I want to go back. Let's have another one. Come on. We guys. need to have a candy reunion. 
Yes. How long are you in Vegas? Let's go. Well, <laughs> yeah. we, have our, we have our 10 year anniversary coming up at the end of uh, August. Can you come, Andy? It depends on if I have a race. I have to oh, see the know. dates and stuff. Yeah, I mean, typically when we're th- typically at this time of the year, there's not you don't race when we when we're throwing this party, but you, well, who then knows? I can probably who come knows then. though? Who knows this year with the COVID? If it if it gets rescheduled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. So wait, tell me something. What is the date of it so that I can at least be? Ready? I already post. I already posted it, and we also don't. We don't. We're not really sure where it's going to be held either. So I, I no guarantee. Oh. There's no guarantee it'll be in Southern California. So. It just really depends on what happens with our bombshells adventure. So, <clears throat> right. Oh. Okay. So, there well, might there might be a trip. A there, there may be a trip. Good. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So we'll I see. looked at I, I looked at a house today, and there's already 21 offers, and it's been on the market for 18 hours. That's how this freaking market's going. So that's fun. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you know what? I hear Charlotte. I hear Charlotte. I hear Charlotte's the hot place too. You know. Yeah, everywhere. come to the East Coast I mean, because I can tell you, I can name like ten people that's leaving California and they're coming to the East Coast. It's not so bad on the East Coast. Well, I I've heard that in like Michigan, people. I mean, it's not nearly as bad as here, but it's still the same. Like people are overbidding, and houses are gone within like a week and a half. I mean, I've been looking for about three months, and every single home I've looked at is gone within days. I wow. mean, my the house next to me, they went um, five days on the market. They got eight offers, and it was like 50 above asking. This one that I'm looking at is already 200 above asking because it's such a ridiculous price. It's like this wow. total beater. Well, it's, it's like a... Um, what are those people called? It's a hoarder house. Like it's it's filled to the brim. But my husband's oh. a contractor. So like we can we can make this thing nice. And the and the property's right yeah. where we live. It's right in the street. But, but I don't think we're gonna get it. Such a bummer. So yeah, I've read Lori that uh, that the housing there's a housing shortage right now. There's four million too few homes. Wow. So what do what, what do we do? We just sit around and like wait. Because I'm afraid to sell my house and be stuck with a bunch of cash and then not not get any of these offers. Yeah, I think I would I would think that you would want to you know find your home first and then put your house on the market because like you said the market's so hot so it won't take very long for your home to sell. So you know. But these but they're, people they're getting such good offers they won't accept on contingency they're taking cash only and what sucks is you know it's a bunch of developers that are going to buy it and flip it buy it and flip it and that's bullshit. Yeah. I'm excuse my language but like I think somebody should care about a local family. I think that should matter in real estate and we have such like I, I think it's just a disgusting like there's no more family values in this country it's all business money 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 and it's like it's kind of sick yeah i agree i agree i agree you know i'm like don't even need to go in there don't even get on that soapbox yeah you don't want me going I, down no, that I, road sorry. I, I get into arguments with <laughs> I get into arguments with a lot of educated people so about this, so who just have a different view on it than I do. So uh, it's just, such a bummer that we're not live and we can't have like callers. Is there a way that we can do that someday? Like, yeah, I think we should. Oh my god, you know what else we could do? We could have it like planned in advance. Like you could like do let's do like a a sweepstakes and you get to win a phone call in with us and then like you, you can call you get the number at a certain time and then we, or you call us or we call you and then you get to be on with us for like a little bit and ask whatever questions you want. That could be yeah, fun. that'd be awesome. All right, we'll do that with the next. Well, you know what? Well, I'll try to figure that out for the next one. You know, I've got so much on my plate right now, um, but I'll try yeah. to figure out. I'll, I'll try to figure out how to make that work the next time. So, Angie, um, you know, normally don't you take a trip around the early part of the year, um, somewhere like a cruise or something? Or is that is that also off the table as well because of COVID and pandemic? Well, usually we do, and yes, well, uh, we decided this year we went snowmobiling in Wisconsin, uh, so we took. Um, we took Lisa, which is, she uh, is my sponsor, and her husband. We went up there, and I have some friends that live in Wisconsin, and we went snowmobiling for four days and just had a blast. It's like my third time that I've ever been, but we had so much fun. It was it's always so cold up there, but it, you dress warm and you go snowmobiling. So we're I mean we live the lifestyle of 
fast paced and speed. So we went snowmobiling and we had a we had such a great time. So how, how fast did you it. take those? Um, I got up to 110. 110 <laughs> kilometers. Wow! Oh, oh. Per hour. You got 110 on a snowmobile? Yeah. Oh, you're crazy. dangerous, girl. Danger. She loves it. I live life on the edge. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've never been snowboarding. I mean, snow snowmobiling, but that sounds like a perfect sport for you. Oh, it's great. It's so much fun. How fast you go on I'm jet skis? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> as fast as they'll go. As you pin the throttle, as fast as it'll go. <laughs> do you ever go to like lake lakes over here, or do you always just go to lakes by you? Um, I've. I've never been the lakes over here. I've always um, just been by lakes in North Carolina. Um, yeah, I guess you. I've always wanted to go to, to Lake. I've always wanted to go to Lake Tahoe though, and Lake Havasu, but I've never been able to get there. Havasu, when I was growing up, was like the mecca of spring break, but I don't know if it is anymore. I don't know if it's the same. I don't know. So go. so so. so. <laughs> <laughs> so Angie, how many bikes how many bikes do you guys have racing this weekend? We have four bikes and Chip Ellis is riding a bike for us this weekend. Me, Matt, and Scotty. So John's not racing this weekend? John is this is his anniversary and I don't know if it's a big anniversary or how many years him and Yvette's been married. So he was like, um, I better take my wife on vacation and not go to the races. So he's, well, he's not racing Florida. this weekend. He's probably in Miami. He's probably yeah. in Miami. So, um, wait, so John's racing again with you guys? Yes. We put the old That's band back amazing. together, Laurie. The whole I band's back together. That. Scotty, John, me, and Matt. Yep. Oh my God, that's so fun! I'll hear from John. I'll hear from John about once a year. He's like, "When you go into Miami again, let me know." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he's so funny. So he's in probably Miami, and um, so he went. He's going to race the next race, but he's not racing this race. So I'm sure I know y'all remember Chip, Chip Ellis. So he's riding the bike for I, us I this weekend. I can't. Think he of looks Chip like Ellis. he looks just like Matthew. Him and him and Matthew could be brothers. They look alike. You would remember oh, him if you saw him. He uh, rode Junior Pippin's bike. I just can't. There were so many. Like I was, I did it for a couple of years, and there was a lot of people, and I, I don't know. I probably remember <laughs> if I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, you met a lot of people. There's no question about that, Lori. So. <laughs> John, so, it's so funny when John contacts me because he's got these illusions of 2014, you know, when <laughs> Lori in Miami, you know. Oh, yeah. I had two babies. I don't know if it's the same Lori in Miami, but I could I could try. No, I'm just saying he's got these illusions of, of, of that from right. 2014. And it's just like, John, yeah. that, that was a time and place in history that's never going to be revisited again. So. <laughs> Why not? I'm ready. We should, Let's do it. We should, we should write a book. Or we yep. should do something. Write a book. Just just the experiences that happened within that year and a yeah. half. I wish that I had documented things. More. Oh, like, I, I know. Wish I was a journaler, you know. We had so much God, fun. My mom like has extensive journals, and she like goes back and reads them. And I always thought that was the weirdest thing. So I'm like anti journal. But now I wish I would have done it. Oh well, God. some of that year is documented in the magazine because of the interviews we would do with the racers. And then also we would comment, you know, I would comment on the racing and, and my little letter from the editor. So the 2014 uh, from like May through the end of the year documents quite a bit of that of, the, of that year as far as. Yeah, but some but some of that stuff couldn't be documented, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just leave that at that. <laughs> well, that's why I have this podcast. That's why we have this podcast, Andy, so we can document it. It's like you, you we had Alexa on two months ago. And, oh, really? Uh, yep. Yep. Yes. We had Alexa on two months ago, and we, we revisited her uh, her stint as a candy at the races and things like that. So, that's uh, so awesome. You know, so there was some documentation of, of the Chicago race. Uh, yep. <laughs> and there was some documentation of the Atlanta race. Uh, hey, that's, that reminds me. So Coca-Cola is no longer the sponsor. So I guess you guys don't do that. You don't have that Coca-Cola championship. No, I know. That was the fun. That was the fun dinner that we got to go to. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so. it's Camping World. We're Camping World now. So. So where's Camping World so based? After you based? go to Vegas, where do you go? Huh? What, Larry? After you go to Vegas, where do you go? Back to Atlanta. And like, you have to go right away. We have to go straight. Ugh. Uh, I wish we could um, like see you. I know. Well, we just need a plan for Vegas in the fall. Okay, so you come back. You're doing a second Vegas run. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Vegas, the SEMA show, how we normally do. Yeah. So what happens with SEMA, or what's the capacity with that? SEMA, I think SEMA's happening this year. What? That's what we're being told. Okay, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, we should be Maybe at. We should be at the the uh, the levels that they need in order for things to go back to 100% capacity uh, by the fall. So, uh, so that I would assume, you know, come fall time. I mean, the NFL has said they're expecting 100% capacity in their stadiums. Right. You know, and so that's this season. Yeah. This, yeah, in September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh heck yeah. So, um, so I would think if they're going to, but that's outdoor, not indoor like SEMA, you know what I mean? So, um, there's obviously two different rules for indoor, outdoor, and, and I think it depends on the state. So, but, um, I don't think, yeah, like, you know, Canada's still shut down, you know, it's, you, know you can't cross the border, you know? So, yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? So They're you serious. have like. You have like the baseball team, the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, they're playing in Buffalo, I think, the whole season. Wow! Because you can't go back and forth across the border. So yeah. anyway, that's my sports thing. Which Lori says there's too many sports podcasts, but I just a passion. I just sports. think that we can have like a sports section. I don't think you need a whole other podcast for it. Can we just like have? I I could talk hours and hours about sports, Lori. So okay, then you just have to like you have to bring micro microchip it. Like let's make it small. And (laughs) no, I'd rather have this fun little banter back and forth and 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 hint at these at these stories that that supposedly happened that we can't tell about. Um, Supposedly. I don't. Maybe I'm getting older, my memory's fading, but uh, I just don't. I don't see anything that took place in 2014 that's not cannot be told. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Are you talking about like? Oh, I'm sure there's lots that cannot be told. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't. Know. Maybe. Maybe I'm Ron doesn't. Laurie, maybe Poor Ron doesn't. Red door. Maybe I'm more of an open oh, book. Ron but... knows he was there. I know. <laughs> I'm just more of an open book, maybe, you know. Okay. Of course, I am. Of course, because I am. I'm probably. I'm. I'm the only one that's not married. So. Uh, well, well, we can't tell all the stories about. We used to have. So here, here's a funny part. We, did you know, Ron, that we had code words for, like, no. when people when we were signing when I was signing autographs <laughs> and the girls would be out there with me if a guy was sweaty or if he was stinky or whatever we had code words no i did not know that yes yes we had code words and were they polite code words Uh, it was just code i don't remember it but it was just code words that we knew yes one of them was bubbles one of them was bubbles yeah, we'd be like bubbles, and then yes. like, oh my god, like bubbles all over my back. Like, please drop me. Yes, <laughs> we had code words. Oh god, remember the guy in the overalls with no shirt underneath? Yes. Oh yeah, yes. he was he was rare yeah. to go. Yes. So Angie, you could maybe you can Angie, you can you can maybe you know you can bring clarity to something for me, Angie, because um, in 2014. Um, Alexa fell asleep um, at the race, and Billy drew over her face, and and I thought that was Chicago, but he says it was Atlanta. Uh, do you do you remember which race that happened at that Billy drew on Alexa's face? I don't remember what race that was, but that's kind of was a that's a team rule because you can't fall asleep with your shoes on. If yeah. you take your shoes off, then you're off limits, and nobody can do anything to you. 
And um, oh yeah, see you yes, were involved that, in this because you said the shoe thing. The shoe thing. I told everybody that the shoe yep. thing. The first race, I was like, do not. If you go to sleep in the chair, just take your shoes off, and they won't mess with you. And um, so I don't remember what race it was, but I do remember Atlanta was the race that Bobby kept dropping something in front of Alexa to get her to pick it up. Y'all remember that? Oh, really? Yes. He just kept dropping it. He was like, man, I don't know why I'm so clumsy today. And she would always just get it. And I'm like, do not pick that up for him again. He is doing that on purpose. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was the race where the, that's the race where uh, it got rained out. Yeah. It was, it was Sunday, oh. though. It was Sunday, right? They got raced out, rained out? Or was it yeah, Saturday? Yeah, it was, it was we, we worked Sunday. Sunday. Sure. It was Sunday, and then we raced on Monday. Yeah, and we, we had, had to wait because we, because we, we, we flew out Sunday. Yeah. 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 So it was Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, that the was good that times. Was, that, was, that, was, that was the race where Alexa and Lori were definitely not good. So. <laughs> and then Charlotte. Charlotte was great. Charlotte was fine. Yeah, I mean, if Charlotte was fine. Everybody hated Charlotte, but Atlanta, you know, forget it. You know. Atlanta and Charlotte, we went out and stayed out a while. Well, me, me and Alexa snuck out in Atlanta, and we <laughs> lost our key. So we had to call the, the hotel front desk. I was going to call Ron's room at like, I don't even know what time, some ungodly time. And was like, um, there's two girls trying to get back in their room, but it has your name on it, not theirs. <laughs> yeah, un- the ungodly time was like four in the morning. Okay, so that- <laughs> like, let them up. It's only four in the morning on the East Coast. It was one in the morning on the West Coast. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's what, look, I have to stick with them on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the next night we go to dinner at the same bar right we're like oh my god they're they're like put your head down like if people are gonna see us because we were the only two girls in the bar loud as hell and like <laughs> drunk until four in the morning like clearly if anybody was working they remember us so we were like oh god don't let don't let because we we lied to ron we were like oh no we just like came down to get snacks like we just we were just hungry we just got snacks we weren't out all night and then it was pretty obvious that we were. <laughs> we were back to the bar. We were, like, trying to hide from all the people that worked there. It was like, oh, God, this is so fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Good times. Good times. Best so time. there's what? There's the best 12, times of my life. So how, how, many, how many racers this weekend? 12 or 13 in your class, Angie? Um, I think there's 13 okay. on the list, so it'll be 13, Isn't but it's it? four wide, so it might not be as bad, so. Oh, somebody's going to go single, or are they going to do three wide, or? So, you know? what, we don't know yet, but I think they'll, what they'll do is they'll have three pair in the first, second, and third heats, and then four in the last, or something like that. I don't, I'm not sure how they're going to do it yet. Yeah, because will somebody get a pass the first heat, you know? No, nobody's going to get a buy, I don't think. No? No. If you got 13 bikes, I mean... So you'll put three, three, and three, and four. Okay. Three, six, nine, yeah, 14. Yeah. That's so I love the four wide. I love all four cars going to see mine. It's so cool. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. A lot. Of the fans don't like it. Did you know that? I do, and um, I think it's because it, it's hard to pay attention, and it's yep. they have not perfected of they've not perfected how you tell if somebody wins because you have a <laughs> solid light and a blinking light on the scoreboard, and then it's really like you can only do the scoreboard so many ways, but how they have to do the scoreboards. If there was a way that each lane had their own scoreboard, I think that would make it a little better. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's, it's a little confusing from a, from a fan's aspect of knowing who wins things like that. Yeah. I guess I just don't really care. I just like to hear it and feel like, Oh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what's what's no, the excitement? Really what's, what's what's their what's the excitement around the track this year? I mean, what's everybody talking about? What's what's the big what's the big news that we're not hearing? I think the big news is just you know we get fans again because I mean it's not that we love our fans, but when there's no fans here, when I won at Vegas, I think that's what I miss more than anything. There was. I think 3,000 fans here when I won. And I missed the crowd cheers, the winner's circle pictures, because we didn't get to have all of that. Like, that was the no-go. And, like, when you pull up to the starting line and you hear people yelling and screaming, and, I mean, that is what gets a driver's motivation going. Yeah, and totally. And when you don't Hearing have this- that, it's just like you're testing or you're just – no, it's just so I'm, we're excited to have the fans back. Yeah, I, that I imagine that's so bizarre. Not hearing people scream your name when you're used yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so happy it's starting to come back to normal. That's really good to hear. It is. So, Lori, I got a question for you. Um, how are you coming along here? Are we getting close to having um, this cover shoot that we talked about? Oh, what are what are we when are we thinking? When your body's there. <laughs> you just gotta give me a date. I'm really good at like having a date and I, I'm very good at that countdown kind of thing. Like if it's just open ended, I'll just be like, Oh, I got another week. But if you give me a deadline, especially if you kinda lie a little bit, like maybe a week or two earlier than you used to say. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll do much better. Okay. <clears throat> Um, two months. Two months. Two Done. months. There you Easy. go. Should we make it a bet? No, we're not making any bets. Oh. Bets, bets, bets don't. Bets are not good. So. I mean, we'll, I mean, maybe one day I can get in there before I'm fifty. <laughs> You're already in the magazine. I know. You have like eight pages or something, if I remember right. You know. I know. Oh my god. She, she had eight pages. She's now like gone to the so, so, uh, so uh, Angie, I don't know if you if you probably haven't watched a lot of music videos in your life, but uh, <clears throat> there's this video from last decade, and it's called Stacy's Mom, and it stars uh, Rachel, uh, supermodel. Uh, she used to be Rod Wilson, Rod Stewart's wife, uh, Rachel Hunter, Rachel <laughs> Hunter, and uh, so she's you know she plays the mom. Business woman, a mom of a of a of a girl, and 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 so there's a uh, she's basically. It's honestly a, like a little bit pedophilic. Pedoph- it's a little. I don't know if it was a man and if it was reversed, it'd be really creepy. If it was what? Reverse, like if it was about a man, like Stacy's dad is God, because the, the boy, like you know what I mean? Stacey's. The boy is like a teenager, and he's like looking at the mom. I don't know. It's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> Laurie is going. Her, her cover shoot is basically she can be in that bikini. She can be in that bikini. Um, oh, it's gonna be Stacy's mom, but it's gonna be Jet's mom. Got it going on. Yeah, basically. So. <laughs> I awesome. mean, it totally works. It's just like let's not have the little teenage boy in the video. <laughs> we're not gonna have. A, no, we're not gonna have a. We're not gonna have a boy in it. But here's the great thing is because we. Oh, we can you know, have Bill. Bill could be like the little teenage boy. <laughs> Bill could be in the background banging on the drums. You know. You're right. He's a band <laughs> rock star. You that's know? true. That's true. You know, we'll just do that. We'll have them in the background banging on the drums. Uh, but but now it might work because you know what we're doing here is we're gonna we're gonna do an, we're gonna do an NFT of it. You know, I'm into this whole yeah. NFT thing right now. So we're gonna actually we're actually I already have an NFT done for Lori. So I just got to figure out how, when I want to list on it. And it's because that cover we did back in 2015, where she did the video intro, uh, where you said you wanted to see magic. That is basically what an NFT is. You have a video to an image. <clears throat> yeah. So, so that that well, cover- I, I think that you should I think you should get a good video, videographer to like actually film it like semi similar to the video and like do it at the candy house in that nice pool and like actually do like a good quality video because that right I would I would do that but the one we did with on in 2015 with you and Mario that was we had Aaron shoot the video on that so 
Remember? Was it good? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, it's really good. I don't remember the video. You're going to have to send it to me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so that's good. But the, but the, but there was also the video at the beginning where you said you want to see magic and you snap your fingers and the cover yeah, shows Yeah, I up. love that. So that's an so that's so that's that's gonna be an NFT, you know. So I'm gonna make that an NFT, you know, a one of one NFT, so uh, that people can that some that one lucky person can own, you know. So oh, that's and awesome. Then they can sell it, and they can sell it, right? And then, yep, and they can sell, and they can sell, it. and then we're gonna do the same. I'll do the same thing with this new cover shoot with you. We'll make an NFT out of this one as well. I don't we'll figure it out somehow, you know. Yeah. So, Angie, have you been following what's going on with these NFTs? I've seen a little bit of them. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. We I we you know at the end of January you know I came across this with Steve and I just said I said we need to get into this market and it was before it was any market at all and then within three weeks it exploded. I've I've never seen technology take off like this in my life and I've been around technology since 1997. So right, um, it's just been the most incredible most incredible thing. So there's so many things you can do with it. You know, this, these NBA top shots are just amazing where they're, they're basically, you know, creating these NBA highlights and they're making them NFT, you know? Right. That's so they, smart. They could be so cool with the drag racing down the road, you know? Oh, for sure. You know? So anyway, um, well, all we, right. Well, we already own some videos of that. Of what? Like we own videos of Ann. You can make her like taking off and doing a burnout. <clears throat> no, uh, we shot video of her when we were trying to do the reality TV show under uh-huh. un, under a limited use permit. So uh, I'm not going to get into the here's and nails of it, but it's just it was for limited use purpose. So sure, but like, can't you and Angie make it like something that's we it's with the it's, know, it's like, with the it's with, as Angie knows any, anything that's shot out the track is with the NHRA's permission. So yeah. oh yeah, got it. So just a FYI, so they would have to be involved in any mm. any 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 distribution of the footage itself. So right, yeah. <clears throat> you know, but it's pretty cool. Let's, let's say it out. So all right, Angie. Well, uh, what's what's the goal for this year besides winning the championship? How many races are we looking to win? You know, <laughs> all of them. You know. <laughs> I, all of them, but I, my goals as a driver every year is I want to finish better than I did the previous year. You know, I try to not put goals out of reach. Um, and I think that I have one of the best motorcycles that I've ever had right now. And I think I am riding better than I ever have in the last 10 to 12 years. So I want to finish better than fifth. Number one would look really, really great on the side of my motorcycle for 2022. <laughs> so I'm just saying we are aiming for a championship and um, we're just going to go out there and do the best we can. And, you know, I think, you know, I think we have really good momentum. You know, we're back here in Vegas. It's our second race. And I won. I was the last person that went down the last motorcycle that went down this track and I turned the wind light on and got the trophy. So I think we have good yeah. momentum for this weekend. Oh, yeah. And, and, and your, your team's off to a good start. Matt won the first race of the year, right? Yep. Matt won the first race of the year. So Scotty went to the semis and, uh, so we're off to a good start and, um, we'll see what happens, but I really think that we could easily have three bikes in the top five again like we did this past year well you know you coming on our podcast is good luck for you because last time that you won that race you came on our podcast like a week before the race i know i like it (laughs) okay so (laughs) i like it (laughs) you know so we we bring you good luck you know and that's right I'm down for whatever. I'm good candy, with it. Candy, candy's good luck for you. You know, I know it is. 2014. I mean, first win. I know. It's and not we, the you know. first time I've been called a good luck charm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> and your and your star and, and your and your star in the sport exploded in 2014. Everybody yes, it did. Everybody knew who Angie was by the end of the year. So. Yeah, we all exploded together because we went from I think Candy was. Like, I, were y'all like seventh? And then we went to the top. 
Then we went to number one. Wasn't that right? What, Candy? Yes. Oh, yeah, we were number one. Yeah, we all went number one. We took yeah. it to the top. We're number one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've been, um, you know, we've, uh, you know, we, we were, we were actually, you know, we were number one last year in China, which is the fastest growing market, which is kind of funny because we're the only one that's gotten through that firewall there. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, it's kind of exciting stuff there. Anyway, okay, um, Lori, anything you want to add at the end here, other than just wishing her luck? <laughs> um. I mean, yeah, of course, I wish you luck. When, when can we see it, like, ESPN this weekend, like, one day after? or another? Um, I think it's on Fox Sports 1. Um, I think Friday night qualifying show, I think it comes on at 7. I don't know if that's Eastern time. And I know there's a show on Saturday, and then I think it comes on at 8 o'clock on Saturday, Sunday night. So they do it the same day that it's playing, just a couple hours later? Yes. Oh, and sweet. Fo- right. Fox Sports I'll- 1. Fox Sports. Fox Sports 1. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. And well, I have we'll- all of that on my Instagram, too. It. Which is what? Uh, it's Angie Smith 77 is my Instagram, and I think all the times are posted of when it's going to air. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, I'm uh, so def- excited. We'll definitely be tuning in to watch the... Uh, the races and uh yeah. good luck good luck angie and we'll, we'll, right, we'll, we'll, we'll be pulling for you like always so thank we you, you. i right, love you guys i miss you guys so much <laughs> well we'll we'll, we'll we'll see you this year i guarantee you that we will see you this year so okay perfect all right ladies <laughs> have a good week all good right. luck all okay right, good luck. Thank thanks you. everybody bye-bye bye bye, bye. bye.